Have you ever had a mountaintop experience where you felt the presence of God in a tangible way? Maybe it was on a retreat or at home during a time of prayer, meditation. Maybe you felt the spirit move through music or maybe it was right here in a Sunday morning service. It's easy to believe when we're on the mountaintop when we see the glory of God, when we hear his voice, it's easy to believe when our friends experience God right alongside of us. It's easy to believe when, when they can remind us of what that mountaintop experience felt like. And it's easy to believe when, when we have questions and your friends can help find the answers. But what about when we're not on the mountaintop? What about when our friends have more questions than we do? And what about when we experience firsthand the ugliness that's in the world? Can we still believe then? Is faith possible at the foot of the mountain? I had my own sort of extended version of a mountaintop experience several years ago. Uh, during my morning time with God, I would read and pray and journal, and I don't know what it was, but for whatever reason, during this particular period of my life, um, I just had an extremely rich fellowship with God. It was kind of an emotional high for me, truthfully. And I, I just felt like God was right there with me, and I, I so enjoyed that time every morning. So I would, every day I'd hop out of bed and I'd go to my room and, and I'd read and pray and, and I'd just look forward to this experience. Well, over time it became clear to me that I was in this more for how it made me feel, not um, any kind of time with God. Uh, I had somehow twisted this worship experience into a narcissistic exercise. And I don't know if I figured that out on my own or if God revealed it to me, but either way, I had a very clear sense that it was going to come to an end. Well, sure enough, one day I went to my room and I read, I prayed, and I tried to journal, but there was nothing. And uh, it was like somebody turned the faucet off. And in my heart, I, I, I wasn't surprised because I knew this was coming, but um, it was still an incredible letdown for me. And I realized that this would be a test of my faith. Would I still come to God every morning if it didn't make me feel good? And uh, I'm sorry to report, but for me the answer was no. <laughs> I, I struggled. I struggled to read and pray. I tried to write, but it just didn't come. And it was a very difficult time for me spiritually. Uh, I realized I would have to learn to worship God without there being something in it for me, which I, I know that's kind of the point of worship, right? It's not supposed to be about me, but um, it is nice when you feel something, right? I, th I thought about calling today's message, the mountaintop experience is overrated, but um, well, that's not really true, let's face it. Mountaintop experiences are incredible. Mountaintop experiences leave you hungry for more. When you're on the mountain, you want to stay there. 
When Peter, James, and John had their mountaintop experience, you know, Peter says, hey, can't we just tabernacle right here? Can't we, can't we just move in and stay here? Of course, the answer was no. Because as much as we look forward to those experiences, the truth is we were never meant to live on the mountaintop. God meets us there occasionally, maybe so we can get a glimpse of what could be or, or what is some, but we can't camp there. Faith is easy on the mountaintop, but the reality is that life is mostly lived in the valleys. And I'm thinking this may be why God named their people Israel. Israel literally means one who strives with God. So those of us who identify as children of God are defined by our contentions, our struggles, and our confrontations. Not contentment, and certainly not good feelings that come from the mountaintop. We are a people who contend with God. And, and not only does God seem to be okay with that, God meets us there and is present in the doubts and the striving. Because we were designed to climb and strive, to create and contend. Yes, we look forward to the summit, but the growth comes in the day-to-day -day struggles. And as the famous Mount Everest climber Edmund Hillary once said, you have to descend in, able, in order to be able to claim the summit, which I think is a great analogy for us. It's interesting, though, when you read stories about climbers, very little is actually said about the mountaintop. It's pretty, it's cool, we're glad we made it, right? But the story, the stories and the journey and the challenges that make that summit worth the climb. The story is about the struggles, the sicknesses, the obstacles, and how that person was able to overcome them. In fact, no good story was ever written about somebody who had a life of privilege, made good choices, and went on to have a better life. Nobody wants to read a story like that. The good stories are about mistakes, or about overcoming impossible odds, about trying to believe in God in spite of the fact that it looks like your prophet was burned to a crisp on top of a mountain. Yeah, that's a good story. Challenges always make better stories. Because life is about climbing the mountain, not sitting on the summit. And faith is about discovery, not about having all the answers. Being God's people, by definition, means we are a group of doubters, sinners, and malcontents who struggle with God every single day, just trying to make sense of things here on earth. Being God's people also means that we are loved unconditionally just as we are. God came to earth in the flesh to make sure that, that we knew that. Um, so make no mistake about that. However, 
understand that God is on the side of who we could be, not just who we are. We were designed to fight and overcome. It's what we're called to do and who we're called to be. We are overcomers. And while it's no surprise to find God on the mountaintop, we're often a little taken aback to find God equally present in the valleys of our lives. So maybe the mountaintop isn't overrated, but maybe struggling through the day-to-day muck is totally underrated. Maybe we were put on this planet to strive Maybe true belief lies in embracing the doubts, the fears, the questions, and then trusting that we have a God who created us to do just that. I'd like to leave you with a thought from Annie Lamont, who says, the opposite of faith is not doubt, but certainty. Certainty is missing the point entirely. Faith includes noticing the mess, the emptiness and discomfort, and letting it be there until sunlight returns.